life coach for dogs with Tim Cornette. All right. Uh, welcome to the Dog Walker's Companion by Life Coach for Dogs. I'm the Life Coach for Dogs. My name's Tim Cornette. This is a podcast for Cleveland dog owners and only Cleveland dog owner, Northeast Ohio. If, if you're listening to this and you're in Arizona or something, log off now. We will not tolerate that. Hello, welcome to the Dog Walker's Companion. You're listening to the Dog Walker's Companion by me, life coach for dogs, Tim Cornette, the life coach for dogs. We're here with the owner of the Canine Country Club, Jude Johansson. Jude, how are you today? Thank you very much for doing the podcast. Great, Tim. I'm happy to do the podcast because I'm happy to talk about the Canine Country Club. Uh, it's a it's a really interesting place. Uh, not only just for Cleveland, but is there a lot of place? Uh, is there a lot of places like it in general? You know, they're around the country, mostly out west. There isn't a lot in this area. It's, it's uh, like a YMCA or a recreation center for dogs. Okay. Yeah. Like, let's... Uh, now, when you when you go to the website, the first thing you see is that there's a lot of swimming. A, a lot oh, of yeah. pools, indoor pools. One pool. One big pool. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I haven't been there yet. We're, we're recording during the, during the pandemic. Uh, although you are open for business, correct? We are open for business and, um, we bounced back a lot better than we thought we were going to. It was, um, you know, a little scary when we got closed down there, we were only in seven months of business, but I think people still were getting the word out there of what we're about and what we have. And we've always focused on the fact that we're very private. There isn't a lot going on in the space you're in with your dog unless you choose to be. So I think people that don't have a lot to do right now are finding it's a safe place to go. We're following guidelines just like all the other businesses should. And there's a lot of fun going on there. Now that's really great. Um, what, what are some of the, what are the facilities and services that you offer at the canine country club? Well, I think the one that stands out the most is the pool. We have a 17 by 25 foot pool with a deck and we have a very cool ramp that goes down to a platform in the middle of it. And we help orient dogs to water that are not swimmers. Um, not all dogs like swimming. Not all dogs know how to swim until they realize they can do it. A lot of people believe you should just toss them in and it's not the good thing to do. They don't think like us. A dog doesn't know it can swim. So what we do is if they're a little bit nervous, we get them in the water with toys or treats. Owners are right there on the deck and we safely get them in with jackets on and um, we see if they're going to do it or not. If they're not fans, some people go a little bit longer and it's, it's like swimming lessons for dogs, basically. Yeah. You know, it's actually, it's actually very similar to swimming. Le Cause like, it is. Do like it, dogs need to be socialized to water, just like they need to be socialized to any other sort of environment. Absolutely. So like, 
you know, like the, the hunting dog people, they'll, they'll get those dogs in there super early, but even then there is a, there is a process that needs to be done. You no no chucking your dog into the deep end. Exactly. And once in a while, people will tell a story. Oh, my dog fell in or my son threw the dog in and he's loved it ever since. I mean, it happens, but again, you know, if it, doesn't work that way, then you have a little PTSD and it takes a little bit longer to get them to trust. And, and we do have the dogs that just fly in the door and up the ramp and down onto the platform and they love it. Love it. Love it. You know, I bet you once they cross that barrier, there's, I mean, it's, it's so much fun. It's a blast and it's so good for them. Very, very good for them. Um, good for the joints, hips. We have, um, a lot of people that bring dogs with weight issues, people that bring dogs with stiffness in their joints. We're not therapists, but we still have veterinarians that refer dogs to come swimming and just swim. And those dogs will get them in the water. And we have had training and we hold their jackets and they go for maybe a four or five minute session of swimming, swimming in place. And we let them go and rest and it's good for them. Oh, jeez. That does actually pretty sound cool. pretty good. I should probably, I will forward all this into to my clients and see, because they will, this is actually something they could use because I am, to my clients, don't go to the beach right now. You know, right. you don't know what's there. And we live in Cleveland and the dog part of Edgewater is where the bodies wash up in spring. Like the mi- the missing people that go missing over right. fall, there's been, like, I don't need to. I, I, I don't need that in my life. <laughs> well, yeah. And, you know, the algae blooms are true. And, you know, people will be like, yeah, you're saying that you want people to come to the pool for business. It's like, no, it's really sad to me. I don't want my lake. I, I grew up over by Edgewater Park. I want my lake to be clean and be able to have our kids and dogs swim in it. Are you kidding me? But it's scary. And- don't die. And even beyond, and even beyond the quality of the water, there's still like, there's just still it's like the dog wild west. There's a lot of people that are just not following basic decency rules, especially in that area. And especially in those new condos that are around them. There are a lot of young people, a lot of new dog owners who are just, just letting it all hang out and it puts your dog right in the crosshairs. It it does. And um, that's the other thing we have is we have a 2000 square foot room with double rubber flooring, and we never have a dog park atmosphere. I know a lot of people love them, and there's so many of them that are beautiful and free, and they can go to them and have fun, but where we are, it's just you and your dog and your family in this room. The door closes, no dog's going to come in that you don't know, and we've been able to serve a lot of dogs that are very dog reactive, and they can't go play anywhere. So they come with their families and um, close the doors and throw the ball for the dog. They're well, you know, reactive dogs are sweet, loving dogs. They're just very reactive to other dogs, especially on leashes. And people, people don't realize how fun it is to play with your dog and how good it is for the dog mentally. Yeah, and and even if you have one of those dogs and you do want to go. If you want to take your dog on a trip to the ocean or something, when when the world opens back up again, uh, right. you know, this is actually stands as a pretty good stopgap between like, you know, how 
how do I socialize your dog to water in different in different environments? You know, it's right, a good exactly. And we have meetups. We have friends that get together with their dogs, and they come up and we set up a table and they order pizza and they hang out. We don't mind dog groups if it's your dog group and you you know the dogs know each other. Um, we have trainers. I'm always looking for trainers that are looking for space. Mm. Um, we have trainers there that um, they're their own business. I, I they're not Canine Country Club. I want to support these businesses. I did that, actually. Uh, I did actually notice that you do have you do have a, a trainer that uh, that works works there, like uh, or uh, not works there, but uh, conducts classes. Yes, I have um, Susan Coleman and Cindy Hoppus and Dog Wizard. Um, they all have, we have a Wednesday evening and Sunday. Um, yeah, we're always looking for trainers that do different things, but we're grandma's house. Um, you know, there's a lot of trainers out there. If they have aggressive issues or anything like that with dogs, there's a lot of places that I would prefer that they go. Um, we pride ourselves on being safe. We're very okay. careful about exposing reactive dogs to other dogs. People can call and say, hey, we're here, and then we get them to where they're going. Never human aggressive dogs, but I know you know what I'm talking about. There's a lot of dogs that just have trouble with other dogs because who knows? You can't you don't know their past. Well, yeah, well, the reasons don't really matter in the moment because exactly. like you gotta <laughs> you got a dog going nuts on other other dogs. Um but those, but if you happen to have that dog, you're not entirely left out in the cold, are you? I did see on the website you do have like private swimming available, right? It's all private. Um, you can do an open swim um, if you would like to do an open swim. Every once in a while, we'll have people that'll say, "I really want my dog to swim with another dog," and um, you know, we'll get people together and they can swim with another dog. So we have the swim orientation, private swim, and then we have an open swim where you could swim with another dog. Um, and we would let you know if that was going to happen. Honestly, I myself can, uh, can benefit, uh, from this poor, poor Opie, poor awkward Opie, the lab, uh, that you saw pop in earlier. I adopted him when he was about 18 months old. And, uh, you know, we've, we've uh, tried to take him swimming a couple of times and he's just, He's just not getting it. (laughs) And, you know, and with now this is, this is, we adopted him at 18 months old and that was a year ago. So we've, we've had like limited opportunities and that was all last year too. So, uh, again, cause I'm not, uh, I'm not taking my dogs down to that dog part of Edgewater. Uh, so, you know, I, but he actually could learn, how to swim like he could use that those services he tries to Absolutely. he tries to jump in and out of the water like not not like out of it but he's like trying to maneuver his way through by by hopping sure. yeah that that makes sense but you get a jacket on them and we we put the back end a little bit higher than the front and then they start moving those front legs underwater now my other dog uh is great pyrenees and this is this is kind of a fear that I've had of even like going into other people's pools or private pools. What will his fur do to the filter? Like I would hate for my great Pyrenees to jump into a pool. It gets it filthy. And then all of his dog hair clogs the sewage. 
Well, that's a great question because um, we actually have a pool that's made for dogs. It's made for animals. It is um, it has a Kevlar lining, so nails are not going to affect it ever. We have um, filters and skimmers that are also made for dog pools. And although we haven't swam a Great Pyrenees yet, we've swam two Newfies at the same time and a lot of <laughs> golden retrievers. And I know the Pyrenees to me almost looks like a white Newfie. So it's kind of in the same hair category there. Yeah. I think long double coated yep. shed monsters. Shed monsters. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Sometimes we, we're all done swimming and we look and it's like all skimmed across the top, but there's these really cool skimmers. They, they almost look like little toilet bowls and they, they just keep spinning and spinning and spinning and they draw everything off the top layer of the pool into them. And then there's like a big netted bag that it pulls it all into. And then we have a uh, huge pool filter that is filled with glass, little shards of glass instead of sand because they clean better than sand. We also have a UV light. So it just wipes out any bacteria. We only need 0.5 of chlorine in the water to keep it safe. Wow. Uh, so we this is... All the health department guidelines. Uh, it seems like... At like what kind of research did it, do you have a background in pools or, uh, or animals or like, cause this seems like. I'm an RN. I retired from nursing to, to open this, but um, I've always loved dogs. I was looking for a charity when my kids were very young that we could do as a family. And on a rainy day, there was meet a real service dog at the Avon library. My daughters are, uh, 32, 30, and 26 now. So we were going to little story time at the Avon Library, and we started being puppy raisers of service dogs soon after that. Holy and cow. That's we, uh, we, we that's a both a great thing to do. Canine okay, I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to okay. stop you right there on the service dog thing. How do you raise a dog for a year and then be like, here you go? I... I I just don't think I have it in me to do that. You cry for days before and you cry for days after. But if they make it through the advanced training, which 30% of them do, you take your kids and you teach them the most unconditional love that you can teach a child. And that's to see this person in a wheelchair who's been waiting for two years get this dog that's going to change their life forever. And it's, they, they say that they become, they used to be the kid with the chair and now they're the kid with the dog because it goes to school with them everywhere. It goes to the store with them. They have something cool to talk about. Um, and we did that over and over again. And I, it raised me three very beautiful girls. I'll tell you. It was hard. And we always had our own dogs. I don't know how people did it that didn't have their own dogs to come home to. We always had our own dogs. So when we did turn them in for advanced training and we came home, we had our own dogs waiting for us to love on. Oh, well, that's, that's, such, a, that's such a great thing to do. And I, I encourage anybody who is inclined to do that to please do that. But I just don't think I'm that good of a person. 
it, it's hard. No, it's, you know, people do what they're meant to do. There's, there's probably things that you do that people say, you know, oh, I could never get up on a stage and do that. You know, you're crazy. I, I could never do it or have, you know, we all do great things, Tim, every single one of us that other people think they can't do. Oh, well, they, so I will say this. I feel better now that I've talking to, <laughs> talked to you. I'm Lifted sure me up. Didn't even ask session. you to. I'm going to charge a- you for this session. This is a virtual <laughs> visit. <laughs> Suddenly, the Canine Country Club seems like a bargain if you roll in some therapy. That's hysterical. Like Lucy at her little lemonade stand, right? Yeah. <laughs> Five cents. Exactly. Just, my dog needs to swim, and I've been having some problems. Do you, do you have any time for you? That's so funny. Well, I got to make money. Maybe I'll think about it. Hey, yeah. <laughs> we, have, we have cool things. We have trainers. We have classes. We also have events. Our best one, which was the last one before COVID, um, was uh, Girls' Night Out with Your Dog. And we had 10 couples, and it was girls that came with their dogs and it was, you know, BYOB and we had snacks and we had uh, a trainer there who was also there with her dog on her date. And we played musical dogs where, you know, the music plays and everybody walks with their dog. When the music stops, it was like, sit, whoever sat last was out. We did those kinds of games. We had dog trivia out in the lobby when we were done. It was a blast. And we started with the pack walk. Um, we start everything with a pack walk just to get the dogs, you know, kind of in that zen. And um, the dogs were on leashes all night, and um, it was a beautiful night. We had a blast. We've that had does a- sound good. It, it was really fun. Um, Diane Pekarek, who actually now organizes and runs the therapy program at UH Hospital, uh, Therapy Pets, because they do have a miniature horse and a cat. So it's not. Ah. Oh, and a betta fish. Um, that goes and visits the patients. She's also a national certified canine um, massage therapist, and she does a lot with us. She does warm water massages down on the platforms. She does, we have a Zen room where she does dry massage. We also have a young lady, Rachel Sauer, that does Reiki on animals. Okay. Um, This this is actually pertinent information. Somebody asked me earlier today, um, he's, He's got an elderly dog uh, who's uh, who's just arthritis is sitting in, and he's he's hurting, he, and it's he's hurting, and he, he's like trying to hide it, but it's oh, it's yeah, peeking through. Well, the thing that's great about <laughs> Diane is that she's not, you know, oh, you need to come like twice a week, and you need to keep coming and coming and coming. She wants the pet parent to be there and she shows them acupressure points and she shows them how to do the massage so that in the evening when the TV's on and the dog's laying on the floor and had a long day, you get down on the floor and you do the massage and loosen up those muscles. She also has classes. Um, She's had two of them at the Canine Country Club um, of massaging your senior dog and people come and bring their dogs and we all learned it together. Actually, I went with my 12 year old boxer and took the class. That's, uh, there's good stuff out there. Yeah. And none of this seems like mindless, you know, none of this seems like it's just designed to like wear your dog out. It, it seems like, 
it's it's, it's there to. Awesome. I'm sorry. It's awesome, and I don't have a dog life coach, and I got a great Zen room, and I have a great activity room. You need to come see <laughs> me. Yeah, I, uh, I certainly, uh, I certainly will. We can, uh, I'd, I'd certainly be down for, uh, for figuring out, uh, something. And I definitely want to come check out the, uh, the facility, you know, life coach for dogs is always up for something. It should be. It sounds like a great idea. I love the concept. There's so many different ways of approaching it out there to try to understand them better. I can't understand. I can't learn to understand them enough. You know, it's kind of, you know, if, if, the, the, if you've been listening or if this is your first one, uh, I do have a background in stand-up comedy. Um, and dog training is actually very, very similar. It's, it's, an endless, it's an endless field of study. On the one hand, it's very simple. But on the other hand, it's, it, it, the deeper you go into it, you can, you can continuously learn. Because it's about communication. It is, and there's a lot of concepts out there, and, and you'll find there's a lot of dog trainers that just like to tell you that you're doing things wrong, and I'm always open to hear all these different ways of doing things, but sometimes you just got to focus on the dog that's right in front of you at the time and, and decide what to do for that dog. I think those are the best trainers, and the um, I know Susan Coleman, I, I really like her a lot. She has canine concierge, and um, she's good at assessing a dog's needs, and I, that's what I like to see trainers do actually because they're all different they're they're all different and that's and that's true for trainers too you know it's like right. I, I i always like to say try and find the trainer that matches you it's not that the exactly. other trainer is or wrong yeah it's it's the one you're going to listen to is the one that's going to is going to have the success sure i think you end up having a specialty i love puppies i'm i'm very confident training puppies, obviously from canine companions, um, but I wouldn't hesitate to go to a colleague or somebody that, you know, knows more than me or other than me different methods and ask. And um, I would never accept to train an aggressive dog, but there's people out there and that's what they specialize in. See, now I love a good aggressive dog. Right. See? Um, that's, uh... <laughs> you know, I... I'm... It, it, there's always that thing of um, don't let them know you're scared, and it's like, oh my god, <laughs> but I am. <laughs> now what do I do? Well, that's that's actually kind of another stand-up uh, parallel because I spent the first half of my life learning to never let them see you sweat, <laughs> no, no matter how poorly you're doing. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Well, there's a book out there which I haven't read, but I always tell people about it. And it's the dog trainer's guide to child rearing because there's so much similarities. And I always thought it could be a very entertaining book having raised three girls. Oh, see, if you don't have children, people do not appreciate that comparison. Probably. <laughs> but if they ever suddenly get a child, they'll get it really quick. You know, and honestly, the more they, the more studies come out about dogs, the more thoughts come out about dogs, and the animal world in general is that, nah, we're not quite as separate as as we as we seem. A lot of these, a lot of these high minded human uh, ideals that we prescribe to ourselves are 
not quite as complex as we like to think they are. Um, right. But, no. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, and there's, a, and there's a whole world out there. And it seems... And it's it's actually great that the that this is a place that like exposes you to a lot of those a lot of those things. I don't feel like you're trying to control like control thoughts. You haven't tried to push uh, any tools or trade or ideology on me yet. No way. It's all about Grandma's house. Like I said, it's it's fun there. We want you to come there and have fun. We do have. Um, we will swim a dog for somebody if they just want to drop them off or if they want to, um, you know, we have a gentleman that brings his dog and sits in our lobby and reads. We don't have any problem with that at all. But especially with the play area, we'll play with your dog, but I really want people to play with their dogs and do more with them. You know, I just think it's, it's such a wonderful thing. And then people that do, they come back again. They, they like it. Yeah, it's something to do with your dog, who's probably your best friend. Yes, and there's no mud in there on rainy days, and it's air-conditioned on hot days, and it's heated on the cold days. So I, I mean, that right there is an important <laughs> Cleveland service, because like whatever weather it is, we have a chance that it's going to be too extreme. It was, yes. it was like... 75 degrees and horribly muggy earlier this morning. How does that even happen? I know. <laughs> it's I cold know. climate. How do I breathe? Uh <laughs> it's so that that is actually very important with Cleveland. Uh and and I assume dogs do need to be vaccinated in order to go. Yes, they do need to be vaccinated. We do take titers if um Somebody doesn't vaccinate, and if they don't vaccinate, I hope they do titers just to make sure that the dog is covered. And um, if it's Bordetella, a lot of people don't like that one because you can still contract it even after you get it. And um, for some dogs, it is just a cold. Uh, for some, they do get really sick, and they can end up with pneumonia. So if you have a note from your vet, giving us a reason why the dog is not being vaccinated. Some dogs have some autoimmune issues and that kind of thing. Then we're okay with it, but we want it to feel safe there for people. So, and that's another thing you don't have in a dog park. There's right. stuff and they're licking their paws and um, you don't know if the dog's running around there, you know, have lepto or you know lepto's the one that you can actually get from dogs it's the mm. only what's it called human i can't think if there's something that there's a name for it of a disease that you can catch from an animal and that's the only one you can catch lepto from a dog <sighs> you know dog park dog parks are good in theory and i don't want to spend all like if you go and it works out for you great They're but great. They, but yeah. there's a lot of there there's a lot of people who they're just they're just not right for. They're on their cell phone, their dog is running around, humping everybody, knocking everybody down. I mean it's you really you got it's like taking your kid to the park. Watch your dog. Yeah, and it's like and even if you go to the park once and it's great, what gets me is that like the philosophy of a dog park can change over 12 times a day, you know, <laughs> like what's allowed, what's not. There's like right. 
It's just right. this weird, soft social pact that forms where the nice part about, you know, something like this is that everybody's on the same page. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Now, um, I, I don't go to them myself, but I, I do see the benefit as well. If you, yeah. like you said, if it works. Yeah, if it, if it works, I don't, I don't hate it. I, I do tend to go to them with my, with like my clients because they, they want a dog park life. So I'd rather, uh, sure. you know, I'd rather walk in there and be like, watch out for that. If that happens, get out of here. If that happens, get out of here. If that happens, yeah. get out of here. That's really what dog park <laughs> training is. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's like driving defensively. You go to the dog park defensively. I'm leashing defensively today. Yeah, have have fun, but if like we got to be prepared to like get out. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't even have to be dog related. It could just be some guy like <laughs> like like I'm just like sure. oh, I don't like it. Let's get out of here. Right? Yeah, <laughs> clean their paws as soon as you get home. I'd clean their paws and all that kind of stuff. You see them eating something, bum out. Uh, now what? Uh, what led you to uh, open? What, what, what was your thought process behind, like, I want to I wanna start this unique business? I think I just had a lot of times that I thought that something like that would be cool. Like, I wish there was somewhere we could take our dog swimming in a pool or because we had, we had a lot of labs um, or somewhere just to go play. I w- you know, there should be a recreation center for dogs. So I started Googling and checking it out and, I think the closest one is in Chicago. It's called Doggy Paddle, and it's very similar to what we do. Um, they were there before us. Um, there was one in West Virginia. There was some in Colorado that I just started looking at and saying, wow, people are doing this. There's rec centers for dogs where it's not all day. It's not a half day. It's a half an hour or an hour. You know, you come in and you play with your dog. It's like, it's like the why. You can drop your kid off for basketball practice and you can go in and watch them or you can drop them off and run an errand and come back and pick them up. So it's, it's a flowing schedule, people coming in, going out, and that's what we do. And then we try to have educational things as well. If anybody, you know, I don't know if you talk about being a life coach for dogs and what that means and what you do, but if you ever wanted to have like a workshop and people could see it on our website, you know, and they could come and listen to you and you tell them about it. We've had Dr. Sabula, who's a, holos- a holistic vet. He's come and talk. We've had a couple things on CBD oil for dogs where people have come to talk. So photography, we did fun stuff at Halloween. Oh my God, it was a stinking blast. We just had a little fall festival and a photographer there and we had like it was like a a photo booth so I had all these props and people had a stinking blast just going to the table and putting things on themselves and dogs and getting their pictures taken it's fun yeah that's uh we we do know that we know the uh we do do santa pictures with dogs uh for those of you listening at home I do bear a, a big resemblance to santa Oh uh, <laughs> well, I'm going to call you next year because my husband will. My husband will call you. He'll probably pay you because we made him be Santa all day. We were laughing our you know what's off all day. 
Oh, we got we got uh, the costume already. We got uh, we got everything. Our photographer was, uh, you know, I, I have a photographer already. It would hurt hurt his feelings if he were cut out. But Rustin <laughs> Rustin McCann of Brightbox Media. Okay, we can talk. Absolutely, <laughs> the Halloween one was a stinking hoot too. Uh, we just had a backdrop with hay bales and stuff like that, and it's fun. That's uh, fun to torture your dog. I was just finding all these pictures of when I was little with my dog, and I was like, Oh my god, that poor thing! Oh, she has a green gray on here. Oh, she has on a brown sweatshirt. Oh, now she has on bad socks, but she just didn't care. No, those uh, family dogs are the happiest dogs. They, that's they like, so too. you know, they got. <laughs> They got they got enough to like keep them uh, keep them going. I I have a couple of families right now, and it's it's not only cute, uh, but all the kids they they interact. The dog is just kind of folds in there like one of the kids. I know, I know. It's a beautiful thing. I I believe it should be in everybody's life, but I understand not all not all lives are are dog friendly. Some people travel a lot, and they. Don't have the time or the money because they can be expensive. That's true, that, but that's true. I, 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 I tell I tell you what, you can motel room train a dog. So I think that traveling excuse is is going to go away sometime in the near in the near future. I think it's getting better. I did Definitely. I did travel for uh, for a while with uh, with Lola, my uh, my German Shepherd dog. She's uh, she's passed now, but she was my she was my road buddy. Aww. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, you know, it's, uh, so, and, and traveling with a dog is one of my favorite things in the world. And they but, love it. My gosh. How, how many dogs, find a dog that you can't say, do you want to go for a ride? And give some oh, kind yeah. of a, <laughs> wee. They love it. Oh yeah, long road trips. You kind of like it's they're the great because you don't get lonely on long road trips, but you don't have to fight for what's on the radio. Like you can stop when you need to stop. It's it's really traveling with a dog is great, and you have a conversation with them. I don't care. Everybody has conversations with their dog. We were having this conversation at a pack walk on Sunday. I went on with Susan Coleman in Elmwood Park in Rocky River and. I was just saying, you know, they always say when you leave your house, you shouldn't leave and, you know, make it a big deal, you know, put the dog in the crate and make a big deal out of it. I'm always like, okay, I'm just going to the grocery store and I'm picking up a few things and um, I'm not going to be really long, so be good. And it's like, okay. I know I just sounded like the teacher on the Snoopy show um, to my dog, but yeah, conversations with them. You know, I think if you talk to a dog, they spend, they have their entire lives uh, with like one, with like one item of study and that's you. So you talk to them and you probably repeat yourself and do things and and do a lot more. So like even over time and you just talk to your dog, that's like... That's how you get a dog that seems like it's lassie, where you're like, ah, get off the couch, please, and just go over there. Blah, blah, blah. Like dogs, you can actually like communicate with like that, like they're a human. Exactly. <laughs> when other well, look, people lassie, sit, how many times lassie told so many times that Timmy had fallen in that well, so lassie talked back too. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, what's what's happening, Lassie? They yeah, and you know when they were off camera, they were they were talking to Lassie all the time. Like, Lassie, do you do you want meatloaf or turkey? Oh, Lassie must want turkey. 
<laughs> All right, this has gotten crazy. Uh, you need to come to the Canine Country Club and come see our pool and our training areas and our lobby and all the things that we love to do there. I uh, sure will. I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you uh, reaching out, and I will. Uh, I'll certainly reach uh, reach out to you, uh, and uh, you might see uh, <laughs> some life coaching. Although I do have to make this this. Uh, I am not actually any sort of licensed life coach or anything like that. I, it's 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 more of a cute title, but it's it's becoming less of a cute title and more of a self fulfilling prophecy. So I don't know what. To <laughs> Awesome. You know, there's so many uh, trainers out there that aren't trained trainers. A lot of people don't realize there is not a lot of certifications. There are training schools out there. Don't get me wrong. And, and I think that it's a real advantage to take them. But a lot of trainers, it's experience. Um, that's and that is that is my road. I, I did not go to a dog training school. I've just spent a lot of time with a lot of dogs. Um, and, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a self-studier. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, and that's that's what we encourage. That, that's what we encourage everybody. That's it's a it's kind of my little libertarian dog streak of like it's your dog, it's your choices, and you can do what you you like with your dog. And it's it's important to build that relationship sure. uh, and maintain that relationship where. Something like the Cleveland, uh, the Canine Country Club in Cleveland. That's so many C's. The Canine Country Club, um, you know, it helps. It's not only fun, it helps build the relationship. Sure. You know, when you take your dog and you do something fun with them, that deepens the bond with your dog, which is the name of the game. And their health. It's all exercise. Yeah. Not just for them. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> it yeah. helps burn it all off. Um, okay. If anybody, uh, if somebody, if somebody listening wants to, uh, wants to sign up, wants to sign up right now, what do they do? Well, they can go onto the computer and go to our website, which is www.caninecountryclubcle.com. And that's not a K and a nine. It's the full word. And you can sign up and register yourself and your dog and um, call us and we'll get you scheduled for an orientation. Or if you've, once you've had an orientation or if you're signing up for um, the play area, you can just schedule yourself and we send you back a confirmation. Or call us at 440-455-9337 and we're happy to talk to you and get you in the computer and answer your questions. Keep an eye on our events. And I don't know if we actually... I don't know if we actually said, where is it located? It's in North Olmstead on Lorraine Road, 29929 Lorraine Road in North Olmstead. What is that by? It is between Stearns and North Barton. Oh, okay. So That's it's I... west. So it's, it's not far from Ridgeville. It's straight up from Avon, and it's not far from Westlake. We're we're in a good spot. Oh, so that's great. So, uh, yeah, look her up on uh, look it all up on uh, K9 Country Club dot com. 
Canine Country Club CLE dot com. And yes. again, that CLE is Cleveland. If you are not from Cleveland, how have you gotten this far? Yeah. Uh, that's you're probably a little... really jealous you're not close to the Canine Country Club. Yeah, you're probably you're probably next to some mud puddle in Line Fork, Kentucky. So take um, a road trip and come see us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, uh, you personally will definitely see me soon. I'm super interested Good. in the business. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And I appreciate you uh, taking the time out for an interview. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. We got a little off track. It happens every it's time okay. you get me, get me off on Lassie. Exactly. And Rinton Tin <laughs> man, I couldn't wait. Sunday nights, Disney, Rinton Tin and Lassie. Come on. Oh, that did you read nice. that? Did you read that Rin Tin Tin book uh, by by Susan Orlean? The biography of Rin Tin Tin? No. Oh, it's so good. It's so fascinating. It? Yeah. It's, Is it about be, Rin Tin Tin, the show? It's about Rin Tin Tin, the actual actor, and then all of his subsequent... Uh, well, I, I call him an actor. Uh, <laughs> I got it. I gotcha. That's yeah. cool. I'm going to look that up. Yeah, super fascinating. He actually was found by a soldier in France after like it was bombed out. Like he just pulled out the German shepherd puppy and then took him took him to America. And like it kind of corresponded with the birth of the of cinema. I won't ruin it for you. But yeah, don't. I really want to read that's awesome. Thanks for that. And it's called mm-hmm. Rin Tin Tin. Yeah, it's just Rin Tin Tin by Susan Orlean. That's okay. that's the that's the Dog Walker's Companion uh, book club. First one. Cool. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, and that's the Cleveland, the Canine Country Club in North Olmstead. Yeah. Uh, dog massage, dog reiki, uh, dog classes, pack walks, uh, pool time. Yeah. Uh, you know, and this is this is a lot going on, and it seems like. It's right for a lot more dogs than a dog park might be. Uh, excellent, Absolutely. excellent business, and I, uh, I sure, I sure wish you luck. I, I, uh, I hope people uh, seek you out. I do too. Thank you so much, Jim. I hope I see you soon. No problem. I'll see you soon too. All and right. for uh, bye, and bye. for uh, bye. Uh, for everybody listening, please donate to Neighborhood Pets. All the links to both the Canine Country Club and Neighborhood Pets will be in the link description. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. Hey, kid. What? You want to hear a story? Why not? It's about how awesome uh, these dogs are. Okay. You see? Dogs. Dogs. Dogs are awesome.